Hello. Hello. Hey, y'all. How's the volume? I mean, how's the sound? I hope that is much improved from the last two to three episodes that we ran here at the Experience and at the Sea Report. It was just some pretty, pretty dodgy sound, if I do say so myself, but... um. Welcome back to The Experience with Michael Aaron Cossers. It is good to be here with you guys this evening. And um, I'm just having a pretty good moment. But uh, I wanted to come to you guys and to finally, after all of this time, (laughs) uh, bring you guys the um, poetry reading you've all been waiting for, though you may not know it. No, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, I am looking for something because, you know, you guys, if you've been tuning in to my network or whatever, if you've been listening, um, you know that I, I typically like to have a soundtrack going when I am playing, when I'm playing my music as well as I can say, when I am, uh, doing the poetry episode okay and it's been a few and um (laughs) i am looking for something right now that i want and i cannot find it i'm just gonna have to put it in the i am just going to have to put it into my search box i know exactly what it is and i think you guys will enjoy it i think it'll go really well with tonight's episode okay oh No, I don't want a variety. I don't want a choice. I want you to tell me what I'm going to listen to. Okay, how about we go with Beats to Sleep and Chill (laughs) 2. Okay, so because really what I was doing before, I I mean, it was like that. It was like that meditation chakra music really is what it was. But let's see what we got here for you guys right now. Is that too lo-fi, too chill for you guys? Let me know. We're not live at all by any means. I'm just recording on this Monday evening. Um, We launched uh, the new Sea Report. (laughs) Complete with everything except a webcam, which led to such distorted muffling in the volume, which is why the last couple episodes you might have heard didn't have exactly the kind of clarity that I would have preferred for it to have for you guys because I know you are used to listening to my voice in crystal clear but anyways okay I think I'm feeling this alright guys so uh, a lot of things going on in the world today a lot of things going on in the news today I think we just need to take a little bit of a break and uh, 
I think I had mentioned in my last episode, which was, again, the COVID masks off. And, you know, regardless of the fact that I'm coming to you with a poetry episode, I still do believe that you should not be wearing your masks. I think right now you need to go to the closest person to you and give them a huge hug. Tell them that you love them and you appreciate them and maybe give them a kiss on the forehead. How about that? Go get close to someone you love. It doesn't have to be intimate. It doesn't have to be sexual. It just needs to be genuine. That's all it needs to be. And that's all that we should want, really, is just a genuine inter... What more could we want other than a genuine, honest interaction from another conscious being? Like someone who is in on it themselves as much as they are in on it from you. And what I, what I mean when I say that is that they are out there to give and receive, appreciate, and also, you know, interact. Um, I don't know. I think I'm just feeling the vibe of this music. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Let's, let's, let me, let me pull up the poetry, ladies and gentlemen. Now, join me, if you will, if you're listening to this broadcast, join me at my website, because that's where I read my poetry from you. Now, TBH, to be absolutely honest with you, I have not been posting poetry or writing on my personal website as often and as consistently as I had been or want to. And that, quite frankly, is just because I have been so consumed with trying to do something more. Something above me, something that I'm, I'm really seeking to commit to, something that I've been given the opportunity to commit to. And I really want to take advantage of this. And so I'm going to keep doing it as long as I can. And of course, I'm talking to you guys about the seat report, which doesn't even necessarily have to be called the seat report. It just is what it is. It's just it's Michael Aaron Costas in a package deal. Whatever label you want to put him under, that's fine. But I just feel that my parlaying... <laughs> my communicating, my transmitting. I just, I don't know. I feel like somewhere in the grand scheme of things, it reaches somewhere. And even if it is just one other soul, or even it is, even if it is in an archival matter, a soul from far away, even if it doesn't reach another soul, and maybe you guys might think that then the point is invalid or the point is in vain, But the transmission is out there. The broadcast is sent. So regardless of whether or not anyone hears it, so it is. All right, guys. So join me on my website, therootofmanyreturns.com. And that is where I will be sharing with you the verse from tonight. Now, if you've tuned into other poetry episodes, you know I just read a few poems from my website just to share with you a little bit. But where I wanted to start today... Oh, and just for easier navigation, if you'd like to read along with tonight's program, you will go to the root of many returns slash tag 
slash poetry slash page slash six slash. And that's where we're going to pick up tonight. Um, you could just go to the root of many returns.com, scroll down to the poetry tile or icon, click on that, and then you'll just have to scroll down a few because tonight's reading comes to us from April 2nd, 2019. That's where we're going to pick up. Now, if you guys tuned into my April Fool's Day broadcast, you'll know that it was. It was um, in memoriam or in homage to one of my former favorite artists of all time, Roger Painter, also known as Roz Williams. And, um, you know, for the first time, for the first time ever on a podcast that I've ever done, I shared like the music of. Um, I remember growing up. Uh, And this isn't like young Michael. Young Michael was very much just into writing, telling scary stories, drawing comic books, and being an all-around nerd. But um, teenage Michael um, and young adult Michael very much wanted to be a DJ. Um, I think I could spin the dance floor to the ground if we have similar tastes. But that's just my personal opinion. I've never actually tried. So to share with you guys some of my personal favorite songs from Ross Williams and his act of Christian death or Shadow Project or his solo acts was um, it was very freeing for me is what came first to mind. But it was very gratifying to be able to share that. And I received some pretty good feedback on that episode. And um even even in spite of the content, even in spite of the subject matter, um, <laughs> I, I was very happy, shocked, relieved, gratified to know that people still dug it. People still wanted people wanted to know more about it. Um, in spite of the fact that half of Ross Williams' songs sound like death marches. <laughs> That's nothing to laugh about. But anyways, so anyways, to open up, because as I explained on um, that episode um, of the experience, um, I generally would give a tribute to Roz by reading his poetry, uh, sharing his work, but never his music. So anyways, to open up tonight's poetry reading, I am going to share just one, just one poem by Roz Williams, um, Roger Painter, um, as published on my website at the address given because I did a tribute to Ross Williams and his poetry on my website in April of 2019. And it's something I will do sporadically. And I don't know, maybe 2021 is the last time that I will allow that dark light to shine. Because if you listen to the episodes, you know that the content and subject matter of this artist is very, very heavy. It's very thick it's very viscous. Um, it's not something that I would turn to to relish in or to, I don't know, adorn myself in these days because it is, it is, it is very heavy. And along with those heavy words and heavy tones and heavy emotions comes negative and heavy energy. And maybe it doesn't have to be negative, but it's, it's, it's thick, it's heavy, it's weighty. And we want to be as light as possible. And we want to be, 
I don't know, as effervescent as possible. So for the first time, I am going to share um, a poem by Ross Williams um, uh, to this, uh, this um, mellow, relaxing and chill lo-fi hip hop. Let's see how it goes. This poem is entitled, wouldn't it figure that the song ends <laughs> Wouldn't it figure that the song ends right when I'm about to begin? That that might be appropriate. This uh, this poem by Ros Williams is entitled Maggot Drain. The experience with Michael Aaron Kosteris is listener-supported. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider making a small monthly donation to support future episodes. You can contribute directly at anchor.fm slash thexpodcast. Click on the support button and enter your card information for a secure donation. Choose your monthly donation, 99 cents to $9.99 a month. Every bit helps. Again, visit anchor.fm slash the X podcast spelled the T H E X podcast E X P O D C A S T and tell them Michael sent you. This is the end of the line, road, come to a close. Muted vision of the dead blends extossively with the wretched night that binds it, blinds us into wanton light, a flight not so easily ignored by those in whose arms death waits enthroned. These are the nights of wasted bones, traced footsteps in mud, the dull thud of laughter caught in leprous waves crashed without mercy as a reminder of a spent future, lost past, a void existence, time and again. Wind blown, sky scatters, embryo in flames. But will it always incur so much unwarranted pain? Clouds ripped open by a band of sleepless souls intervening from the other side of life. Throats cut like sacrificial lambs at the demon's altar. The seemingly endless invasions by huge, staring monsters, those who go nameless among the largely unwanted masses, occur every day. I pass them by those gaily painted runners in this mad dash to nowhere fast. At last, a slight relief from those strangely demented eyes, seething, beaming wildly in lonesome sunset to down. Maggot drain, brain crabs, insect larvae sex death stutter. In the same breath, dusted nectar of heart's blood gone to rust. And I trust you felt the same sharp, telling pinpricks as our minds digress, regress. Transformation into a new you must take place. 
like a pelt worn over milky skin and alabaster sheets, rolling off an unmade bed in bliss and the devil's shattered kiss. You gyrate for a dead world, try to raise erections from its corpse, roll over and bite hard on that dead meat, beat it over and over again. Well, has it been a conscious decision on my part to betray those digressions, although as you can see I sometimes fail, and lest I forget what brought me to the first and last? It was orgasmic rush, hope and trust, like flies with wings removed. Paralyzed parasite that I have set upon my gaze. How quickly you lose what I was craving, raving mad, and pleased to meet you. Catch as catch can. So that was Maggot Drain by Ross Williams, and that's probably one of his lighter pieces. Um, and I'm just going to share one today because you guys, I think, got enough of his poetry and his soul with his music and his singing. But yeah, that was a... Uh... That was interesting for me, honestly, with this background music because, I mean, come on, we're talking about... If I... Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I will show you one of his spoken word tracks. Maybe I'll show you Maggot Drain so you can hear what this... You can hear the way this artist envisioned his own work as I just bastardized it up and down. Who? What kind of goth proper would have a lo-fi hip-hop beat playing in the background of their experimental spoken word track? Uh, definitely not Roz Williams, <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. I'm sure he appreciates the love. All right, guys. So let's see where we're going to take off next. I think I left off somewhere. Oh, this um, this poem is actually appropriate uh, to follow Roz Williams. Um, it is very much so about... Sorry, I have to turn down this lo-fi hip-hop because it's going to bust my mood. No, just kidding. Um, so this next one is uh, is appropriate. Um, as I mentioned, uh, Ross Williams' inspirations. Uh, very androgynous. Very androgynous young man. He was, I mean, actually, all the way through. I mean, I'm older than he was at this point when he died. So I guess he was a young man. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so, anyways, let me just, uh, this one is a newer poem, um, it, it was published around May 17th, 2019, uh, it is called Fruit of the Baron. Pale skin hermaphrodite, an iconology of ideology and mysticism, prophetess of the new age, barren archetype reminisced 
inspired by arcane smoke and intoxicated on the influence of the elders. The web spun tells the future, a cutting stone of rhetoric and spin, misdirection in the minutiae, divisible with wrongful incarceration and the pretentious desire to do the right thing for the wrong reasons, and to brag about it. Half the body is dead. It seeks resuscitation, resurrection, or reanimation. It will drink the blood of the young to keep itself alive. It will fill it with the fear of the children to maximize the potion's magic. It will, glutton-like, drink the ambrosia while it tells lies to preserve itself. It will tell lies to preserve the original lie. It will paint false pictures. It will sing songs to manipulate the emotions and the energy they generate. It will be lost in the blizzard of hate it has instigated and demand respect for the ghosts it has suffered, though they've been long dead decades hence. The diviner rises as a Judas goat, divides us by every detail, segregates tolerance from love and forgiveness from goodwill. It turns the golden rule in on itself. It creates a generator of negativity and incubates the fear and ill will till they burst like a solar flare into the psyche of man. It contaminates them further still with assertions of delusionment, disillusionment, as manufactured by artificial constructs, industrial strength Molotov cocktails that burn the nerve endings, incinerate the consciousness, all filters brought to ash. It asserts winter over every soul present. It turns the water to black ice and sends those traveling into a tailspin debauched by necessity and desperation. Twenty years after the mystic cast her spell, the rotten fruits of spoiled trees have poised the general populace, and the work of the angels has multiplied greatly, but their energies catch the radiant intent, misappropriated or not, and changes the feelings, the delivery of the meaning cushioned more than cradled. They pull the threads of consciousness, each strand lighting gold, glowing with its growth. A tapestry the angels make. Their hands and fingers loom of energy. Pulls the mother from the quagmire. It washes away the filth, dissolving the taint to find particles of light. And the strands belonging to their lost brothers and sisters, effervescence with knowledge and a deep-seated understanding that bears the roots of many returns. The strength and longevity of each root burrowed into the soul of its mother. Anoint her and make her spirit light until the weight of depression and anxiety have lifted and the burden of fear and apathy have dispersed. And she floats before the face of God and greets him kindly as she ascends to the lofty palaces inspired by love.
augmentation laud. Piercing beyond the veil, the line of sight sees through the projected understanding constrained with at birth. What was once flat was raised to depth, then tangible, and now new perspectives are pushing through and changing every truth given, and changing every mind that once understood. The fireflies phasing in and out of existence leave residual energy, their light eternal between dimensions, their light eternal to separate the thickness of the dark forest. Voices rise, confrontational and loathsome, angry and expectant. The insatiable hunger for lucidity has escaped them, and as the trees become the forest, the residents become shadows that haunt that tormented land. The shadows become sentient and lounge around the living room, opting for leather couch and foe as the focal points of their nexus, desperate, if not thankful, for the living. And the corners will continue to lie to the eyes, but only now the eyes see the truth. It is understood the omissions that have stripped away humanity of half its natural gifts, leaving the strong to endure the lack of tolerance, leaving the confused to wash away in the seas of apathy, and leaving the weak to conform to self-immolation, shall be spoken, and a restoration return, as the shadows become space and the torn fabric of humanity's mind becomes the stars, projecting the light needed to rise the weighted vessels, shackled and heavy, to transcend the snares of dual energy's magnetic gravity to ascend higher in the depth of understanding. A welcome to the eyes of discernment and wisdom, and to reconstitute identity, a declaration of independence from the mortal coil binding us and a return of the memory lost to us as we breach the walls of this dimension, fully well knowing that to succeed, all we had to do was remember. How was that, guys? Did you enjoy those? I um, I don't think I've read those two in quite some time, and uh, they feel they feel right. Yeah, that's good. I feel good. All right, guys. Let me see. Uh, I think I might share maybe one more, maybe two more. Let me see what I have up in here. Okay, maybe two more, just because the next one is short. Let me see. I can do it. <laughs> I can do it, okay? So the next two will also be new ones. Um, and when I say new, I mean I've 
I wrote them and I've never read them since. They are not published. Actually, all of the poems that I've been sharing with you in this series on my podcast um, will be published in my upcoming work. Um, I have a collection of poetry. It'll be out sometime this year. I'm not sure when, but it's called um, Even in Death. And uh, it is the follow-up to my last release, um, The Vanishing Poet. But that's neither here nor there. This next one um, was written on June 17th or thereabouts, 2019. It's called Deadshot. Electric pulse percolates, wriggles like tapeworms across dehydrated flesh. Tiny pulses emanate from a central source all around the shroud. A smoldering cloud of hazy mysticisms radiates the core. Vibrations wave through bodies, hearth, electricity ascending in microwaves impure. An afterglow incomplete, replete with vague definition, soul cause to question the integrity of another and alone face the mirror they see before you so that you don't turn away and walk away in defense for pasts. Stumble, fall, shaken quicker than the earthquake tremors, fossilize and petrify. I always wonder about the short ones like that whenever I go back in retrospect, like getting to the point or if it's just the point to be the point, like a fragment of a thought. Anyways. All right. This last one I'm going to share with you is actually named after my current poetry release, The Vanishing Poet. However, this poem does not appear in its pages. I'm pretty sure. Because <laughs> The Vanishing Poet was a collection of all of my out-of-print work from the 2000s, the 2000 teens, that uh, didn't make it into big print, but they made it into the underground independent and um, consequently were not uh, recorded. <laughs> Just so. Anyways, this poem's called The Vanishing Poet. All that was left was the will of intent. The moist, hard, congealed, seal unbound, the coil loosened and released, the whisper of a breath dispersing back into the cosmos. The shade and shadow of duality, the black and white of these words, the black and white of the nation wrapped in a web of consternation that has no limit and has no recess. The beliefs tied to the heart with booby traps vanquish all that's left. In fits of tolerance, in a rampage of love, it beats acceptance into the ground, no longer a bid for choosing among the buyers, but a command to follow, to keep above the waters and not succumb to the silent arm that stalks the gathered conspiracy circles and listens through electric lines and the lies of treasonous wavelengths. The truth, the enlightened moment, the meaning hidden from our eyes, possess a power indisputable 
and rakes the hearts of every poet. Perpetual sin, the gravity of our folly, a constant mirror on our wall, hijacks celestial knowledge and turns the truth into a tall tale that leads the hearts away from center and takes them into the barren fields where light struggles to live in the ashen grays, the dirty soot indirectly. But the wraiths know what they do when they manifest as a lie on the tongue. They shut the speech of poets down. They remove the magic from the writing. They cause their spirits to disappear, replaced by entities that bear false witness, if only to stumble the weakest child. Stripped away, a fading image of skin unravels to the bone and skull and blood and muscle dissolve like light subdued, and then the bone begins to drop, and teeth whirl away in a succinct row, one by one. See the poet disappear as life pursues another course. Existence in a plane, a reality, a dimension, where time is worth more than wisdom, and words are mere flashcards to the captive drama they speak them unrehearsed with a pretentious vigor, just so the audience can understand the magic the performance conjures and the energy it needs to use as slowly, surreptitiously, that altruistic intent, that indomitable will, freezes, fizzles like ghosts of seraphim cast into the light like the spells of the wicked disperse into air. Memory Found Digested Horizon Verklempt Sunrise Inferno, Rose Fuchsia, Periwinkle, Cadet, and into Midnight. The last stars hide on the horizon. The last dreams warm and alive, active conscience escaped. Dignity rises with the eyes of the eagle, the eyes of the smiles broadened by martyrs, whom recognize their time. Gold medallions and statues of recognition rise inside, deep wells once pursued by the integrity of the selfless and mighty. Objectified by the greedy and proud, the iris is fractured, the pupil defunct, the inside view is obsolete and closed. It yearns to open, it yearns to dance across a screen of electricity, Excited, gregarious, and gay. It discerns the passageways that pulsate and pendulate. It absorbs the vibrations and wishes the reactions. It learns. Then it remembers. The waves roll around it. 
and eventually open up to it and snuggle along the vision, moving it forward like a muscle pushing out to crown and birth the glorious sun that illuminates in wan strokes that blanket over the sky and refractions, a kaleidoscope of warm and teeming energy that venerates the coin now firmly lodged in view and radiates soft lightning that strikes rapidly and reanimates the vision inside the wells and inside the mind it chases shadows with a slow stalk ensconced in the world and its brutal magnetism rise ignite the human conscience you remember All right, guys, I hope you enjoy tonight's episode, poetry episode of The Experience. I gave you a little extra one there in the end. Just kind of had to. These are my, uh, these 2019 guys, like, um, I guess they're more of my, I don't know. I don't know how to describe this writing. I feel like. I feel like it's inspired, um, but we'll leave it there as far as that goes. I'll let you know when next poetry podcast is coming up. But in the meantime, um, make sure you check out my website, The Root of Many Returns, um, and just uh, see what I'm doing, see what's going on. And if you like what you hear, <laughs> give a brother a little help. Anyways... I'll talk to you guys later, and it was nice chatting with you on the experience with your humble host, Michael Aaron Costas. Have a good night, y'all, and I will see you manana. Take care till then. Something is haunting the town. Adam Longoria has gone missing, and his sister claims she's been seeing a bad man in the shadows. Jesse Bachman confronts a terror that is haunting the town of Suval, but will he be able to stop a pure evil that wants him dead? Get the chilling new novella by Michael Aaron Cassidis, author of The Distance to the End. A Trick of the Eyes, a stunning new work of horror that is keeping readers turning the page. Get A Trick of the Eyes anywhere books are sold, online or in stores, ask for it by name. A Trick of the Eyes by Michael Aaron Casares. <laughs>